Did Ezekiel Elliott do enough to silence the skeptics? We'll talk about that and the top waiver wire targets right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to Fantasy Football Today in 5. I'm Chris Towers, joined by Dan Schneier. And today, we're going to be recapping Monday Night Football and talking about the top waiver wire targets looking ahead to Week 4. I'm not sure there's a ton of great options on waivers, but there is one guy who really stands out. We'll get to that shortly, but first... Let's talk about our top takeaways from the Cowboys. And I think we have to start off with Ezekiel Elliott's performance. 17 carries, 95 yards, two touchdowns, three catches on three targets for 31 yards. That's his best fantasy day of the season. Where are we at on Ezekiel Elliott, given the concerns uh, about Tony Pollard's role so far? So it was a little scary at first when we saw top Pollard come in early, but I think at this point I'm feeling really good about Zeke because I'm feeling really, really good about the Cowboys offensive line. It looks like it's back to the level it was at. And there's like, I had this conversation with um, Adam on the Thursday podcast. There's like four or five offensive lines we feel comfortable about in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. Dallas is one of them and they're creating a lot of yards on the board Zeke. So that offense moves the board ball. It scores 30 plus. I love them. Yeah. And that's, Two games in a row now for Ezekiel Elliott that have been really good for fantasy. It was 17.7 PPR points in week two. Uh, Week three, not doing the, did the math in my head. It was, I don't know, 25 or something like that. It was a very good game. I should have had that ready beforehand, but a very good game. Tony Pollard was also involved in this one, 60 yards on 11 carries, uh, only one catch for five yards for him. And yeah, I agree with you. Ezekiel Elliott, we're looking at, Maybe not an elite running back, maybe not one of the top five or six guys, but certainly in that low-end RB1 discussion for me. you have any other takeaways for the Cowboys from this one before we move on to the Eagles side? I think from the other side of the ball, I mean, listen, we're looking at Jalen Hurts' matchup because they kept him in there until the final series, which not support, could have got hurt. I did not understand that at all, but racked up some extra garbage points. And even in a game where it looked like he wasn't going to score many fantasy points, he ends up up a ton of fantasy points in that fourth quarter. So he's matchup proof at this point. He is going to be one of the top five. I think he's going to finish as a top five quarterback. Yeah, I mean, this was actually the first game that he started and finished. So not including that week 17 game against the Giants last season, where he rushed for, where he didn't rush for at least 62 yards. And he still finished with, I believe, 24 P- fantasy points, uh, no catches. So just 24 regular fantasy points. Um, so I agree with you on that. He looks really good feeling a little concerned, maybe more than a little concerned about miles Sanders after getting two carries, uh, for 27 yards in this one, three or four targets in this one, three catches. The passing game role has been nice given, uh, you know, my concerns coming in, but yeah, this was not a great game for them. I'm not sure there's anything actionable though. You're not dropping him. Probably not the right time to try to trade him. So maybe you put out a couple offers if you don't have him on your team. Let's move on to the top waiver wire targets for week four. And like I said, not necessarily the greatest collection of options, but Chuba Hubbard does stand out. How much of the fab would you put on for him? And what do you expect from him with Christian McCaffrey? Probably only missing one or two games. Right. And I know I'm going to be so conservative on this and I'm never going to get him in any leagues unless I I have one league where I have McCaffrey. I'll go hard there. And the league I have McCaffrey, I'll go 45%, which might not even get it, but I'm not going higher than 20% in other leagues. Like you said, McCaffrey wasn't even placed on injured reserve. That shows me they think he can come back before the three games, the next three games. And so I'm not going to blow my budget on this, especially when we saw Royce Freeman get some touches and in the red zone, get a touch. Yeah, it was, you know, Freeman only played 10 snaps out of 52 after, uh, from the start of the second quarter on. And that was with, you know, the, the Panthers leading pretty comfortably. So 
I think Chuba Hubbard is going to get maybe not the Mike Davis role last year because they really didn't have anyone else who touched the ball. But I am thinking probably 14 to 15 carries, you know, four to five targets is probably a maybe an optimistic projection, but not an unrealistic one for Chuba Hubbard. Uh, so I agree with you, probably 40% if I'm really desperate uh, at running back, probably not breaking the bank otherwise. Let's talk about a couple other guys. I think the top two targets uh, besides Chuba Hubbard are Emmanuel Sanders and Zach Moss. So go Buffalo. Let's jump through some tables. Um, Moss is 70% rostered in CBS Fantasy Leagues, but he looks like he might be the lead back after the, you know, really the last five quarters for Buffalo. How much would you be willing to drop on him where he's available? And would you rather have him or Hubbard? It was kind of a fake out with Moss with that week one inactive. Maybe he was injured and they just didn't really report it. I, it's the only thing I can think that makes any sense because his role's back. And like you said, it feels like he's the lead back there. He's getting involved in the passing game more than we saw last season, three catches mm-hmm. last week. So I think I'd be willing to drop a little bit more on him, I, especially in that offense. I know I don't want to get too excited with Josh Allen taking red zone carries from him. Uh, typically, Zach Moss not as, has not as much this year, though. Yeah. Zach Moss um, so, has seven uh, touches within the 10 yard line. So far this season, which I believe is second in the NFL among that running backs, which is shocking. Uh, is and then stuff. Emmanuel Sanders, uh, the air yards have been there the first two games. Him and Josh Allen finally connected. If you believe Josh Allen is going to produce somewhat similar to what he did last season, Emmanuel Sanders is getting a ton of deep targets. He looks really valuable in that offense. I think you probably want him on your team. And he'll probably be a top 36 wide receiver for me for week four. That's it for fantasy football today in five for more on the top waiver wire targets. Make sure you check out the full episode of fantasy football today on the main feed for Dan Schneier. I'm Chris Towers. We'll see you next time.